podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Peanuts are not the thing to eat. Before Actually, what was the good? No, no, cashews, man. I, I literally just had some cashew nuts just now before we said what's up. Is that your fi- oh, This is a while. Is that your favorite nut? 100%. 100%. Like, for a while, it used to be roasted. Then it went to honey roasted, which is still pretty good. Honey, honey roasted. roasted cashews? Oh, my God. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. And, and then I've now gone to like, and this, I think that you can only get this in, in, in America. So what they do in America is there's this top that they do where they mix pistachios with cashews in this massive Oh, the top. mixed, the mixed nuts? Yes. Members mark deluxe mixed nuts with Even sea when salt. they got the pack. <laughs> wow. And, and I was trying to say, what did I find? But they, they don't sell it, um, they don't sell it in America. Cashews, almonds, pecans, pistachios, hazelnuts. Anyway, Talking Tactics Podcast. We do the podcast every Tuesday. Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name's Daniel. Who 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 are you again? It's the boy half of double H friendly friendly oh, okay. life. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the talking tactics. You know, somebody tried to get the talking tactics handle this week on Instagram. Oh wow. Why? Yeah, it no, it, it was a guy, it was a guy, he's making a band, and his band name is gonna be Talking Tactics. And he was like, Can I get that? And I was like, Nah, but if we stop doing the podcast, I'll tell you first. <laughs> how do, wait, how do you name your band Talking Tactics? I thought the same thing. I'm like, that's not a good band name, but I'll be in touch in the event we stop doing this. So yeah, follow us on Patreon. Go back and listen to the interview that I did with Carl. Um, we talked about him going to Nigeria and Ghana. I thought it was really good. And there might be one coming up this week with the homie scams. So we'll see what happens. Scheduling is always a thing. But yeah, we're going to try to make it a thing if we can. So. Liverpool, Manchester City, or Manchester City, Liverpool, I guess, because it was at the Etihad. It lived up to the hype, although we kind of, what do you guys say, sussed out what was going to happen beforehand? Like, we knew it was going to be a scored draw. I think we said 2-2 last week. So I can't say the result shocked me, but a lot of the times when games are hyped as, it's going to be one of the greatest Premier League games of all time, and everybody just starts going crazy, you know, it doesn't live up to it. But I thought, for the most part, it did. The only thing it was missing was like some real controversy. Maybe you could say the offside goal that Sterling scored was the controversy. Look, look, let's be real. Let's let's be real. Let's let's cut the crap and be real. Did it really live up to the hype? Yeah. Is this really a rivalry? That's a different was question. It, was it was it really that close? Because my thing is, I think we, I think even I got caught up in the moment of like, oh my gosh, what a game! Lived up to the hype and everything. But then as I thought more and more, and like as the game came to me, I said, wait a minute. City really controlled most of that game. All that happened was uh, Liverpool were like, oh, damn it, we're losing. Let's score. Mm-hmm. Okay, who was scored? Okay, let's now chill. <laughs> so Liverpool only really came alive when they were losing. But once the game was even, City controlled. And City just have a guy that doesn't have a brain cell called Gabriel Jesus. Oh, be nice. And I know, I know. But he still doesn't have a, a brain cell. He should have cut the ball back to De Bruyne. And the City just are not clinical enough. If City had a clinical player, let's say Lewandowski, a Bayern, a Messi, a Stingy, they don't put Liverpool away. So the issue with City is you just don't know how to put it. Like you, you have the control, you have the opportunities, you just don't know how to put those opportunities away. But you can clearly see that City are overall the better team. It's close, but they're overall the, the better team. I think even Liverpool fans will admit that, yeah, man, like <laughs> we suffered in that game, man. We suffered. I thought City were the better team. I thought Liverpool, as you said, responded to both times going down 
So basically, they made City have to win the game three times. And again, the Sterling goal, was it onside? Was it offside? It was kind of, it was similar to the Lukaku one from the League Cup. Level should be onside, really and truly. So probably he's onside. If offside was an eye test, then he's onside. But because you put computers in it and they can like go down to the millimeter, then all right, like we're dealing with what's what's lower than a millimeter? You're asking the wrong guy, bro. <laughs> nanometer. What? If we're going down it's, to it's the centipede. nanometer, then centipede. Fine. Okay. Centipede. <laughs> I was gonna say centipede at first. <laughs> I was such a mathematical brick, bro. But yeah, I think it's nanometer. So if we're going down to that level of like just microscopic detail, then fine, he's offside. But again, Liverpool asked City, you have to beat us three times. And they were only capable of doing it twice. So, and they, the, the, the equalizer that Mane scored, that Salah created, it had to happen in that moment where the game just restarted maybe 30 seconds, 40 seconds into it. They kind of caught them sleeping. And the ball that Salah put in just took everybody out and Mane had to do a good finish. Ederson had one sketchy moment in the first half, was it? Where he almost put the ball into the Yeah, yeah, net. that was crazy. That was wild. That was wild. That was wild. <laughs> so you had things like that, that that could have gone either way. But for the most part, I thought City were the better team. Just Liverpool responded in, in both of those instances. I've, I've seen you say it's over and City are going to win. Mm. you'll have to remind me, you might have a better grasp, but I think their lead at one point over Liverpool was eight, nine points, somewhere in that somewhere in that region. And Liverpool have clawed it back so? to one point. Uh, I'm, I'm saying over the course of the season, Manchester City have been in a better position and they've been dropping points. It's different now. The fact of the matter is you've now played your nearest rivals twice. And now you can now see the finish line where it's like, if we win these seven games, we win the league. So check this out. City, Brighton at home, Watford at home, Leeds away, Newcastle at home, Wolves away, West Ham away, Villa at home. Liverpool, United at the crib, Everton at the crib, Newcastle away, Spurs at the crib, Mm. Villa away, Southampton Mm. away, Wolves at the crib. Now, they can both win all those games, but... I would be happier with City's fixtures than Liverpool's fixtures. Yeah, but 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 the point is they've been choking the league away just in slow motion. At at one point, except for Serie A, we were saying each league is finished. Bayern are clearly winning. PSG are clearly winning. Madrid are clearly winning, and City are clearly winning. That was a few months ago. Serie A is the only one where it's up in the air. At this point, Liverpool have made this a title race. And I could even go further and say City have made it a title race because they drop points when they shouldn't have. My my point is I hear you. And if you just if we're starting 0-0 now, or maybe like 1-0 now in terms of like the table, who do you back over the next seven games to get more points? Of course you're gonna say Manchester City. But I, what I'm saying is if you look at the context of the season, the fact that it's even a conversation, I'm not discounting Liverpool because City just have to draw slip up one time. And Liverpool are now in, in, in the driver's seat if they win the game on that match week. So it could go either way. If someone said, yeah, you'll put your bank account on the team, I'm with you. Go with City. But I don't think it's as clear cut as bang, it's over. So so wait, what happened in the um was it was it was it the 17-18 season when they won it when when it was 98 points? This isn't that team. But they've been here be, be, be before. That's not the same exact team, but 
a bulk of the players are still the same from when they, they did it before. So they know that we've been here before. And we know that we win all these games, we win the title. That is very different from, okay, we are like many points ahead, but we still have to play Liverpool and so forth. So this gives you much more clarity mm-hmm. of it's now in our hands. We we win all these games, we win the title. So we don't have to worry about, okay, we, we win the six, but then we don't have to now face Liverpool and we don't have to worry about, that's all done now. And mm-hmm. they know that you, you're not facing any top teams. The rest of the minutes, you're not facing any top teams. And I think that this is different from a week 25 or a week 26. This is, it's seven games to go. You're right at the finish line. Yeah. So when you're so close, right at the finish line, rather than in the middle of the season or so forth, you, you're, you're, much, you're more laser focused as to, okay, now we can't really F up the way that we F'd up previously. It's good. It's good for the for the Premier League product, I guess. I was watching it on. Wait, NBC. wait, wait! Hold, hold, hold up! He said, "What's good for the Premier League product?" The having a race is even, 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 even. Look, look, look! Even if we know it's not a race, or even if I accept your fate complete, Manchester City are going to win for the Premier League purposes. They're going to gas this thing. Oh, no, no, Come no, no, on, go, seven go, games go, 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 to go. There's one this. point, and they're going to make it seem as if what happens next. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So mm-hmm. if City win the league, that's it's four and for five. Us, you know. if, if if they win the league and it's four and five, do we still call this um a competitive league? Because it's because see, here's the thing. A good question. Syria is more competitive than the Premier League, but Premier League is of a higher quality than the Syria. Competitiveness yes. does not mean Quality just means that, oh, we don't know who's going to win. Syria, we generally don't know who's going to win because it could be three or even four teams. But Premier League is of a much higher quality and a better quality, better coaches, better players and so forth. But the competitiveness, how competitive is this really? Don't talk to me about top four or relegation or, 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 or so forth. Talk to me about who's going for the title. Now, you can say, well, Liverpool have come close, but even Liverpool fans have admitted that, wait a minute, if City win it this year, that means that they would have won the title four times out of five. Mm-hmm. That's dominance. <laughs> Do you know you there's know? like there's five leagues in the Premier League? So it depends on what you mean by competitive. So at the top, there's two teams that can win it, really. That's City and Liverpool. They're in their own league. Then you have Chelsea, who are in this no man's land where they're not good enough to win it but they're better than the teams that are fighting for top four. So they're comfortably third. Then you have another league, which is Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham, and United. That's a third league where who knows who the best team is, goal differences and form and penalty decisions and VAR will decide who gets that. Then you have mid-table, which is, you know, Leicester, Brighton, Palace, Villa, Southampton probably forgetting some and then there's the relegation battle so in each compartment it's competitive but on a whole if you're just looking who wins it nah if they went four to five we've slandered other leagues for having the same pattern we can't now come here and say oh four to five it's competitive like that's that's inconsistent but if you look at each compartment i do feel like there's competition Depending, so like Burnley, Watford, uh, Norwich, Leeds, like that's competitive, but it's not competitive in the sense of who wins it. There's competition for different objectives, 
Bundesliga. Yeah. Because that's that's ten in a row. When we were looking at Juventus with nine in a row, ten in a row, maybe, and then they messed it up. Like that's that's clearly not competitive. But four to five, you're reaching a territory where it's just like, yeah, it's their league. Even if there's a team that's pushing them really, really close, kind of like uh, maybe Napoli did that with Juventus. I don't think Dortmund have ever got. What's the closest Dortmund have gotten? Psst, don't know, man. I don't you know either. Last years. If you look at Liga, uh, Monaco, Lille last season. I understand what the media have to do, that you have to push this narrative of the Premier League being the, the top league and the top Come league on, and we, so we, forth. We need hype. We need views. We so need yeah, no, no. You need so, and I get that. Just that, if you're not a sheep and you actually do the research <laughs> and actually look beyond just what you're Be told, nice like, to sheep, bro. How, how come sheep get it bad, man? <laughs> no, 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 but no, it's not often like sheep are sheep. Like they follow, so it's not a bad thing. That's just their nature. So, uh, like, you can, it's not a bad thing. They follow. Okay, fair enough. Let's okay. Shout out to me, sheep. If you're a, a follower and you actually don't do any research and you just accept what's been given to you, and say, wait a minute. But if you should do some research, you're like, wait a minute. You're being um, sheepist. This guy has won four and five. This guy did 100 points, 98 points, broken the goals record, broken the consecutive wins record. What's the stuff about this being like the top league? It's a tough. No. <laughs> If and you see, look at it like nobody that, though, wants to should... admit that because if you admit that, it makes the EPL look bad. So, hold I get on, it. okay. Does it have like lists? There we go. List of English football champions. Manchester United. Now, now, my question is, has the Premier League ever been competitive if we use that definition? So if we start the Premier League off in 1992-1993, Manchester United won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 out of the first 11. Is that competitive to you if, if a team wins 8 out of the first 11? What's what with their points totals and so forth? Oh, boy. That's why I talk about Fergie and Pep. Like, yeah, Fergie definitely made you think, that's, hmm, is it really that competitive, really? You know? Okay, so, okay, but, here we go. They won their first Premier League by 10 points. They won their second by 8 points. They won their third by 4 points over Newcastle. They won their fourth by 7 points. Next was 1 point over Arsenal in 99. In 2000, they won it by, oh, I'm testing my math here, uh, 18 points, I believe. 2001, 10, 10 points. In 2003, they won it by five over Arsenal again. So my point is, and then if you go to a, to another section, there's Arsenal, I think, won two out of three, I think. Um, Chelsea won two out of, oh, no, they just won back-to-back. And then United had another period of dominance where they won six or seven out of 10 or whatever it would be. And now we're in a, a period of more or less Manchester City dominance where Chelsea might catch one, Liverpool might catch another, Leicester won one out of nowhere. But really, it's been Manchester City since 2012, since the QPR, Aguero kind of thing. It's been City's league, let's say, if they win this season. Since, since their first one in 2012, they won one, two, three, four, five, six out of 11. That's what it would be. I mean, that's more or less dominant. That's more than half over a decade plus. You could say it's competitive in the sense of if they were to win it by points, Liverpool competed. They failed, mm -hmm. but at least they competed. So City have had to sort of really be super laser focused more so than, let's say, a Bayern or PSG in order to win the, the, the league. So you could argue that it is competitive of, of not points in terms of there is a team that is very close to you that is really pushing you. 
Mm-hmm. As Pep said that his greatest achievement was the 98-point season based on how much Liverpool pushed in the last day of the, of the season. But I just think, on the, on the other hand, is that I can't, I can't look at the EPL as a tough league if a guy wins four or five and breaks kind of records that he's broken. I can't call that a tough league, so... Okay. Um, what notable... Like, do we start with him smacking the phone out of somebody's hand or do we talk about the football itself? Let's do football first before we get to We have to talk about the loss <laughs> and what that means. I know that's the big thing. And then it, we then lead on to the, the phone. But the loss is, is key. Did you see Everton we, winning? No. That's the whole point. <laughs> no, 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 no. The whole point was that, okay, people thought, oh, Everton are trash. I said, you know what? I think it's going to be a draw. Because United, they're a mess. But I said, you know what? Draw. At no points did I have Everton on, on my bingo card, man. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have Everton winning on, on my bingo card. It was gonna be good either way. Yes, I. And, am and look, and see, my thing though is, look, see, homeboy is thirty-seven years old. He can't dribble, even though he thinks he can. He can't run, and he can't create a goal for himself hardly. So if you don't give him service or supply, he's useless. And he gets frust- frustrated, as he did when he smacked the ball at the holding and then got a, a, a yellow card. So, Christina's like, wait a minute, what have I gotten myself into? Because mm. I'm going to have a... Se- this This is probably going to be the first season in a long time where Christina will finish trophyless, and this team is in free is in total free free fall. Complete free fall. So... Yeah, it wasn't a good game from him, but it's a performance that you can expect if you've watched him play this season. It's not like, oh, this came out of the blue. Like, this is typical. It's just sometimes he scores. And that masks over the performances when you can score. Was it a Champions League semi or one of those games where he just looked at the camera and said, one chance, bang. That's that's how he's living. At least this season and maybe with Juventus slightly. Just one chance, bang! That's that's how he's that's 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 his career right now. Even with Portugal to an extent, one chance, bang! If he can get a chance and score, then it's a successful game for him. But you have to score in order for the game to be successful because your overall performance is not yeah, up to no, standard. No. Because you can't be asking a thirty-seven-year-old to play pressing football like in twenty twenty-two. The game is just too high octane, I think, for him, for him at this point. Um, two, three, four, five years ago, maybe not so much. And I think you can see just the physical, I don't want to call it a decline, but just regression. He's still a crazy athlete, but it's all relative to his age. <laughs> like he was born in 85. It is what it is. And I can understand if you're accustomed to being, if, if you're accustomed to doing particular things on the pitch and your body is betraying you in a sense. I would be hella frustrated because I'm used to be able to running this much, jumping this high. Uh, The instincts that you have in the box, uh, a lot of it is mental, but part of it is marrying the kind of mental awareness with the physical capability of getting into the position you need to be in. What if you're a step too slow now? And like, I see where I'm supposed to be, but I can't get there with the same speed to give me that extra fraction of a second to sort my feet or whatever the case may be. Like if that's what he's going through and I'm not a Cristiano savant, like I haven't watched him thoroughly. Um, but if that's part of where his frustration is coming from, I can understand it, but that doesn't mean, you know, 
walking through the tunnel <laughs> and the kid mm. zooms in on, on your leg that's bleeding and you're just like, man, oh, this kid, bro, just whap. <laughs> uh, that's, that's emblematic of perhaps the frustration that he's feeling of just like, I know I'm not playing well, plus now I'm not scoring or I didn't score. Mm. And now I'm injured. And now I have to deal with this these just idiot fans just giving me. So you lash out. Has Ronaldo ever felt as if he's trash? This might be the first time that he knows wait, 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 wait. So, so you believe that he feels he's trash? I'm saying, could this be the first time? No. If 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 ever in life he's felt, man, I can't do it, or I'm kind no, of no, trash. No, 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 no. You're, you're, I don't, I don't think you know who you're dealing with, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a man who will never believe that he's trash. Like he'll just try. I mean, when you have such a self belief, no, no, no. Well, self belief is one thing. When you have such a rabid fan base mm. who believes so much in you and buy into your demigod status, you'll always you can always think of an excuse as to why it happens. So, Chris can easily say that's no, this team is trash. <laughs> So like he's nobody... frustrated with the team rather than yeah. himself. Someone think okay. that these guys can't create anything because Cristiano knows, and this is what I always believe: give him a chance, he, that guy can put that ball in that net. But one chance, bang! That's that's, that's that's he yeah. said it from his own mouth. So he got a chance in this game. Bruno fed him first half, I think, and he just messed it up. I, I forget exactly what happened, but Bruno fed him, and he just the touch was bad, or he I don't know, he, did, he just couldn't sort his feet out, and he didn't shoot it, or he didn't shoot it well enough. Um, old CR thirty seven, man. Shout out to my guy, man. He needs to turn thirty eight because CR three seven is, is is too close to home, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, as as for the phone though, if I was that kid, I this is a this is amazing. No, no, no. I want to. Here's the thing. I don't want a ticket to Old Trafford to watch you. No. Oh no! I you're want crazy. the latest iPhone. I want, I want both. What the fuck are you talking? I want a new phone. I want a picture. That I'm putting on social media so all my boys know that I'm a Cristiano. And you're sending me to Old Trafford, but you're not giving me no standing seat or some seat no, in the I, I want a luxury box. But that's what I was saying because people said, oh, like, oh, oh like, why would he want to sort to see like trash boy trying to divide? I said, no. Do you know how nice he's, those luxury he's probably suits gonna are? Bro, bro? He's, he's probably going to go to like one of those like amazing box places, luxury place, and so forth. So it's like, no. I'm not, not that's not me going to United, this is just me going to Old Trafford. He's probably never been to Old Trafford, yeah. and you're not going to get the nice, amazing treatment in Old Trafford. So, wow, it's, it's a great day. Yeah. Basically, bro, milk it for its what? Milk people milk go it. to those games and they don't even watch the game when they're in the luxury box, they're eating food, they're probably playing PlayStation 5. So, you mean I get to take my mom, my family, maybe a couple of my boys? Like, come on, let's go to the luxury box. You know how nice that would be. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares who they're playing? They could be playing Norwich. It doesn't matter. I'm here on Cristiano's dime as well. Come on, bro. People are like ah, going to Old Trafford. You you think your people think going to Old Trafford as they would go, which just means sitting in a seat somewhere, just randomly sitting in a group of just smelly people eating their what do you call it? beef pies, meat pies, whatever it is. He's going to the. He's gonna be eating. His, I don't know if he eats that, but his family's gonna be eating caviar on the crackers. It's like, come on, bro. It, it'll be nice. It'll be good for him, man. Trust me. One, the one time, not the one time, but the last time I was in the press box, and this was it's in Charlotte, obviously, but like, bro, the food is amazing. Best chocolate chip cookie I ever had in my life. 
was in the press box. I couldn't imagine what's in the luxury box at yeah. Old Trafford. It was all you could eat. Do you know how hard it was not to just put chocolate chip cookies in my bag because I didn't want to look like I was new? <laughs> I'm flashing back, bro. It's just like, bro, there's just a bunch of chocolate chip cookies. I guess the, these people are used to living in luxury or used to the press box food or whatever it is. I'm new. So they got like black people who are like, it's a bunch of white people basically. Mm. And like black people doing the serving. I was like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> but uh, they were hella nice and they were happy to see like another brother in there. So like, it's a good memory for me, but bro, the chocolate chip cookies, man, God, they were good. I don't know if they got chefs back there making them or if they're like frozen or what, but mm. this is just press food. Imagine the, the food that like Ed Woodward's eating. And people are saying, no, I wouldn't want to go. Hey, talking, yeah, it's rubbish. It's nice, nice as well I could put no, it. But, but, but isn't it though? Those used to eat, like, what's it called? Those used to eat, like, prawn sandwiches. I don't know about that. That's what I had, bro. <laughs> Either way. He might want the selfie more than anything. Yeah, that's no, no, that's, no, no, that's, that's at because, least a thousand likes. Bro, milk it. That's what I was our kid. Milk, milk that shit, bro. Milk that shit, man. If I was his mom, bring me a hand. And then she just punches the side. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fraud, man. Fraud, fraud, fraud. Um, Lampard. The reason this game was so good was if it's Everton, then you get the United angle. If Everton lose, then you get the Lampard angle because who knows if he survives that relegation is, 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 is near. But he got a win. Perhaps the biggest win of his managerial career to date. I can't think of a bigger one that he had at Chelsea. Although maybe there was one that secured Chelsea top four that maybe you could oh, no, say no, was no, a big no, one. But... The, the Man City one that gave Liverpool the title. Yeah, but... But it, it, in terms of dud and importance, I think you may argue this one because I think it's not only this result, but it's the Watford results and the Burnley results. Mm-hmm. So this could really be the, the, the a definitive moment in keeping Everton up. Because, you see, I said way before, Everton, I said that, yeah, Lampard, the guy's a crap manager. The guy is, is freaking brainless. He's trash. But Everton will stay up. I believe, as I said, that's my thing that I think Everton will stay up. I just, mean, just about. That's, that's kind of a light take. Like what is back, that? Backing Everton in the in the relegation battles, I mean, that's a good bet. Wait. <laughs> have you seen? No, no. Ask anyone. Everyone believes that Everton are going to go, go down based off the, the, the fixtures. That. I never believed that. Oh, like look, look, Ever- I, Ever- Everton have never been relegated. Eh, well, you, people say something about New, New, Newcastle, and this was Newcastle, a much bigger club than Everton. So basically, put it this way: Are they Newcastle? Newcastle are huge. You see, you see, see, Everton just have just been here, for it, but Newcastle are one of the biggest clubs in England. <laughs> Newcastle never, have, have, have they won a league before? Like maybe like maybe like black and white days. Yes, but so Everton I, have leagues too. Oh yeah, yeah so see, I'm not sure what they've won in Division One, but just in terms of just the Legacy. scope of the club, I, the, yeah. the, the the fans and so forth. Newcastle is one of the biggest clubs in England. Okay. You know, there. Hence why it was basically Newcastle going down was a massive deal. It was it was a it was a big huge deal that so what Newcastle because because of how many fans they have and just how known the brand is and the players look this these guys had Ginola they had Aspria they had, they've had Shearer you know they've, they've had, I think they had they had Clivet at one point so I don't know for some reason I put them on a level with like West Ham but maybe that's not living in England I don't have a good gauge of what's mm. who's a big club and who isn't um what was I gonna say though 
Ah, what is up with English journalists? They're, they're anti-skill, bro. So I think it was the second half. And Richarlison gets the ball. And for whatever reason, he, he, he can't control it with his thighs or his feet. Mm. So he just does some keepy-uppies with his head. And he just kind of dribbles the ball and runs with it a bit. It's it's like night and day. Half of my timeline is like, bro, Richarlison, what are you doing? Like, oh, he's actually Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another half, like the, the lighter side, which is like, ah, he's showboating. Why are you doing that when you're under the threat of relegation? He's an idiot. <laughs> All the blue checks I saw were like, ah, this guy's dumb. Like, what is he doing? And then all the just the, the regular common people were just like, this guy's nuts, but that's dope, pretty much. Why be against skill? Or, better question, why are you covering football if you can't enjoy moments like that? Where a guy just decides, you know what, I'm going to take it back to the essence. If I can't control it with my feet, I'm going to do some keepy always with my head a few times and hopefully it breaks. They even asked Lampard in the, in the post-match about it, and he mm. said... The old school part of me wanted to take him off for that, but he was having such a good game, so I left him on. You know how Lampard does the the jokey joke, but oh. serious point. So he gave the, yeah, I wanted to take him off, but I kept him on because he was playing well. It's just like, what? why would you take him off for that? He's Brazilian. No, 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 but, but, but see, he proved his Brazilianness. It's, in a, it's, in a, it's in a, like, that's what he, he, he did was not jeopardizing. It was all yes, it was yeah, necessary. Tuition. Like he couldn't control it anywhere else. So well, he no, no, did what no, he had no, to do. Like I see, see, if you have an issue with that, then see, if let's say he was in his own half and he was trying to do a piece of skill and then only just got only just escaped with it, then it's like, bro, you're in relegation, you can't be doing that stuff. But it's like you're in your in your in the attacking half, it's a a situation where like okay, I'm controlling it. So you're not really jeopardizing any situation and so forth. You're like What's but, but it's, it's about perception. I just think, and it, see, this is why, this is why, Eng, see, this is why England will always find it hard to win another trophy that's not on home soil. <laughs> because you do need skill and a bit of imagination to be able to get over the line and actually say what's up and win a, a, a trophy. But England, you would say that their philosophy is closest to Germany in terms of. No individual, no showboating, no skill. We are all about team. But just that Germany are just better at that team thing than England are. There are two schools of thought. There's the kind of Argentina-Brazil school of thought. Then there's the Spain-Germany school of thought. But just that Germany and Spain just typically have better players than England throughout history. So mm. yeah. I was like, wow. More so, you've never shown yourself to be Brazilian in that way. You can go back home and people. I don't. I don't account. care how many keep you up as he does. His passport is still for, for Gazi. I still don't believe he's a Brazilian. <laughs> so. I mean, the haircut, the name, kind of give it away. But it's just no, like no, it, no, he's not. It's like I haven't seen this from you, so it's 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 nice that that's in you somewhere. The what's it called? Joga Bonito. That, that that's in you somewhere. But you know, it was nice to, it, for me. It was fun to see. I just seeing people annoyed, especially like English journalists. Like, oh. I can't believe it. He's, he's disgracing the game. Like, get the fuck out of here. They told me Arsenal was going to be top four, bro. I was watching Arsenal. Arsenal. I said this. I said this before the Palace game. I said this. I said this once. I said this when Arsenal were in the driving seat. I said that you can't rely on IVF test tube orphans 
to chill. carry you to top four. Chill, chill. Because if your senior player, <laughs> known as lack of threat, aka Lacazette, isn't pulling his weight and you have to rely upon junior kids, then I'm sorry, bro. I, I don't have faith in you. So people may be surprised. I'm not surprised as Aston are in this situation. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't want to be an Arsenal fan. I'm glad I avoided the Thierry Henry thing. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. Because that's why a lot of people are. It's it's three reasons. Thierry Henry, Ian Wright, and Kandu. Maybe you can argue like Burkamp as well. But The Berg. They show you good things just to take it away. Like they let you up to pull you back down. It's like it's really annoying because like there was a moment there. Like last week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where it's like, you know what? Arsenal, like, they're playing very well. They might get top four. And they still might. But was it Brighton? Yeah, they look Brighton. They lost to Brighton. Yeah. How can you? You can't do that. I mean, you can. Brighton on a bad team. But if you have top four Champions League aspirations, that's a game you have to win. Especially with Chelsea coming. You need to get those three points. See, see Arsenal fans, I, I get it. There is, when you just see this, man, well, we're there. We're almost there. And... There's almost this kind of like almost desperation mm. of man, we're there. We've like we like we've, we've almost made it. We've almost made it. And then they bring you back to reality. Just you always get brought back down to earth, bro. You always get brought back down to earth. You know, if Arsenal end up not getting top four, why would you be shocked? Even when be. Arsenal were like, oh my gosh, these guys are awesome because of look at how good they are. They're from. I'm like, I'm not betting on the team who finished eighth. In their last two seasons, under the same coach who was putting out cones for Pep and getting Pep's favorite water bottle to throw down. That's Arteta's <laughs> claim to fame. That he, he buys Pep's favorite water. Wait and he, puts wait, 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 wait. he has an FA Cup. Oh, gives it down, bro. <laughs> what? It's, so, so in 2022, a football association cup means something. Come on. I'm telling you, if Chelsea had won that, Lampard would still be Chelsea manager. That's what, that's what I'm telling you. Thank the Lord he did. <laughs> you think they sacked Frank Lampard if he would if he won a trophy? No, no, no. I know. That's why I say thank the Lord. So Ateta did me a favor. Low key. High key, actually. We'll get to Chelsea in a second. Tottenham. Sun had a great game. The guy's name who I can't pronounce from Poland, I think, had a really good game. How do you pronounce his name? Kulusevsky. Kulusevsky? No, Sweden. Sweden. Swedish, ah, Swedish. how old is he? 20, 21? He's young. Dejan Kulishevsky is a Swedish pro- professional footballer who plays winger or midfield for Premier League club Tottenham. International career born in Sweden to Macedonian parents. Oh, wow, okay. I see the ski and I automatically yeah, assume yeah, yeah, yeah. Poland, but nope. Shall Sweden have like a, a very what, what do yeah, we call it? Isaac in, Elanga. In international national team, bro. Yeah, Elanga, Isaac. But, but, but obviously, they didn't make the World Cup, unfortunately. So. The homie from Ghana. Uh, what's his name? Kwaisan. Anyway, so yeah, he had a good game. I saw you on the whole greatest Asian player, this, 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 that. How do you look upon his career? Um, Not as good as Park Jisong or Kagawa. But for me, I feel he's a he's shown to be a better player than both. I think Kagawa had the best potential to be the best Asian player. But um, I think he's the best. He 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 he's he's shown himself to be the best Asian player, just not 
the greatest in terms of trophies, accolades, and and, and so forth. So, do you, you think know. his talent is wasted at Spurs, much yes. in the same way Kane's might be? Yep, it is. I think years ago we said if he found his way to Madrid or a place like that, that would be good for him. But do you think being big fish in small pond is better than being medium fish in large pond? Just like for his career, being at Spurs might be a, a good thing for him. Or do you think he needs like a step up? I know, but it's, it's all it's all down to him. I think he's happy at Tottenham. But if I was advising him, I think that's you're, you're too good for, for this club. As in, you can play for a Bayern, you can play for a Real, you can play for most top top teams that yeah. play a particular style. I just think you're good enough to play for a team that plays a fast, direct style, you know, because of how dangerous this guy can be on, on the counter and uh, his acceleration and his and his, his speed and just how sharp he can be on Bro, the in the Madrid transition. by him instead of Eden, perfect. Yeah, yeah. You give him the seven shirt, everything's it, it fits because he's he could he could do the Ronaldo thing, just like be fast, get score goals. Direct, yeah. Yeah, just a direct footballer like Eden. He slows the game down because he wants to dribble and he wants mm. to dribble you twice, three times. <laughs> He'll beat you, stop, beat you again, stop, get fouled. Like <laughs> it's, it's not Madrid in that way. <sighs> Eden, bro, he's injured again. Did he get surgery again? I think he's up for surgery. <laughs> Oh, good old Zad, man. Good oh, old Zad. Man. Shut up, man. Like, oh, man. <laughs> it's it's a joke at this point. It's sad, actually. Like it's a it's what do they say? You have to laugh to stop from crying. Like that's mm. how I, that's how I feel about him. Like it's so sad that I just have to make myself laugh about how just unlucky the guy is. Um, Chelsea. So six mm. nil against Saints. Werner. His crap. I oh, know. His his crap. He hit the left post. He hit the crossbar. He hit the right post. Loftus-Cheek put in a good cross, and Werner hit the, the crossbar after he'd already hit the post. And I wanted to tweet out, I wish I would have done it. He just needs to hit the right post, and he'll have like a hat, the perfect hat trick of crossbars, basically. But I didn't tweet it out. And then he goes and hits the right post. It's just like, this guy, how unlucky can a guy be? Is it unlucky or is he bad? I haven't decided. Like, I think he's bad. But he's also unlucky. So which is which is it more of? And I haven't come to the conclusion because he gets in the good he gets in good positions. It's just he bricks it at the end. But if you're bad, how are you getting in those positions? Is it just physical? Like the your your so, physical so, so, just, 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 just knows how to run, bro. Just knows how to run, bro. You know that that's at least, for for his first goal though. At least he, he had the brain not to shoot it first time. And just take it around Forster. I've been waiting for him. I've been waiting to see that. I'm like, you're fast enough to where you could probably just take a touch around, get back to the ball, and slot it into an empty net. You know, you always associate that with Ronaldo. I associate it more so with Torres. You just do it that way. Stop trying to shoot at keepers. Just take it around them. You're fast enough to do it. But I guess you'd have to trust your technique. And he probably did that without thinking about it. If he had to actually think, like, okay, I'm going to take this around the key, he'd break it. <laughs> the touch would be bad. It would be too wide. Something bad would happen. But I, seeing that at least gave me some hope of just like, okay, he's putting the pieces together. <laughs> but, and then he hit the post and Havertz scored and all of that. So, 
Do you know who I'm most sad for, man? Mm. Lukaku, bro. He he misses these stat padding sessions. Oh, yeah. Against Norwich, against Saints. Now, some people would make the argument because he's not there, they become stat padding sessions, which is like, okay, you're making me think with that one. But I feel like just some some games doesn't matter who plays for the opposition. You're just going to be better than them on that day. So against Norwich when it was 7-0, you could play anybody basically. Chelsea were going to score a bunch. Yesterday or the day before, Chelsea were going to score a bunch. Doesn't really matter who you put there. Lukaku stays missing these ones to where if, if he plays that game, if you see the chances that Werner got, that, not that Lukaku would be in those exact same positions, but if as, if attacking scenarios happen to where Lukaku is involved in them somehow, he's getting at least two or three. And if he gets two or three in like against Norwich and in this game, that's six goals. You put that on his total and it it's not as great. People would still say, Where what have you done in big games? Blah blah blah. Mm. Fair fair enough. But at least the raw numbers would look good. No. He, I think he's, he has an Achilles injury though. So you gotta save him or protect him from himself. But yeah. I feel bad, man. Venom, I think the bottom line, ergo E equals MC squared, Venom's trash, bro. Guys, 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 guys are just horrible. Like, how can you score two goals in a game but still be crap? <laughs> that's a great question. That's that's that that is that is a that's special hard to do. No, that's, yeah, that's hard, hard to, do. to do. That's hard to do. It's like, bro, you you score twice, and and it's still a, a net loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like you 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 score twice, but nobody's there. Man, Venna, great game, and, and so forth. People are saying, man, this guy, this guy. Do you know bomb. something else about him? He doesn't celebrate. He, it's more relief, I think, than yeah, you have to, yeah. Then celebration will be a good example. When Havertz scores or when Alonso scores, like they look happy. When he scores, it's like, <sighs> thank God. Oh, oh, oh no, he knows. I think for a striker who your currency is scoring goals to miss so many chances, and I think does he? Does, he has like what ten goals so far in total for Chelsea. I think something like that. Uh, you I know that's your your He has three one. goals in the league now. So <laughs> the, the the guy is stealing money, man. <laughs> as as somebody who's a proponent of make your money, if Chelsea are going to pay you, take the money, bro. Now, why should I be made to suffer watching this week in week out? Mm. Is a question in and of itself. But for you and your agent and your family and your peoples. Rub these lands, bro. Rub these lands. Where, where, where were we going? Italy, you said. So let's talk about Milan. What's what's going on with Milan? Um, Milan. They're screwing up, man. Napoli and Milan are fumbling the 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 bag. Um, Inter <laughs> and Inter are now right now in the driving seat right now. I, I believe if Inter, I think Inter have a game in hand. And you know, Juve can still win this league. <laughs> It's wow. not beyond the, the realm of possibility. They can actually still win this. Who do they play? If they play any of those top three, so we have Bologna, Sassuolo, yeah, see, they, they Venezia, Genoa, Lazio, Fiorentina. Now, there's no six-pointer in there, but they can run the table on that. I, I don't know if I'd back them because of the position that they've put themselves in already. They've shown themselves untrustworthy. However... They could run the table. Lazio is the only one you look at and you think, uh, Fiorentina, perhaps. 
it's not outside the realm of possibility. I just say they could do it. I, meaning they could win those games and yeah. apply pressure. And they're only six points back. I, I, I know the, the Milan clubs don't play each other. Mm-hmm. So let's see Napoli. What is Napoli's schedule? Because they have the same amount of games. Yeah. So Empoli yeah. or oh, Roma. They play Roma. Roma so that's Empoli, a tough one. Sicily. So they none of them play each other. So it's mm-hmm. going to be decided by who can who's going to have the best run in. Yes, sir. And look, see, I I I I rode with um, Inter. I'm still going to ride with Inter to say what's up. I would like to see Milan win it. Oh no, that'd be nice because it's been a while. But I'm with you. I think I think Inter. They they have the momentum now. They have the, they've got the momentum. So if they win their game in hand, it's there. If they draw it, even and you're just a point back, mm. Milan will they'll break it. They've shown it. This isn't the 90s or the early 2000s. <laughs> They're going to drop more points. In in the same way we looked at the Premier League table and we think, where are City going to drop points if they will drop points? It's for Milan, it's where aren't they going to drop points? <laughs> yeah. It's like the complete opposite. Like the, the league, the, the winners of the league, <laughs> you might win in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Like 70, 77, 78 points might be enough. In yeah, the Premier yeah, yeah. League, that's probably good enough for third. It, it, it goes to your point from the beginning, though, where you said Italy is a more, Serie A is a more competitive league. The, the quality might not be as good, but the, the, parity, the, but, but the parity means that you will get competition. And we said that from the very start, you know, that if you want a competitive league, Serie A is the place to look. Because you legitimately have four teams that could win the that could that could that you could easily see winning. Shout out to Mourinho though. Uh, when was the last time Roma lost? It's been a while. But, I but, mean, but in, 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 in the league, that. obviously you have the the troubles that he's having with the Gomo Bomo glimped. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah, Apology. The Wi-Fi password. Yeah. <laughs> Bodmo Bodmo glimped glint. Uh, they, they win the Champions League, to be fair. So it's not like they're a scrub team relative to Roma anyway. But, yeah, he's having trouble with those guys. But in the league, I don't think they've lost in a few in a few months. And they're fifth. So that's Europa League. What else is going on? PSG. I saw a lot of Clermont foot highlights on my timeline. That they were their club. It's Clermont foot 63. <laughs> And Neymar scored a hat trick, and Mbappe scored a hat trick. So I was like, "Who gets the who gets the match ball?" They both had one, so yeah. I don't know how that works. But I, I I know how it works. These days they have multiple footballs on the pitch at the same time. I think it's back in the day they only had one ball. So slice slice it in half. Slice it in half. Imagine back in the day, bro. They had one football. <laughs> So basically, so, so if you lost that football, then that's a game over. The game over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're a kid and somebody just kicks the football on top of like the roof. It's just ah. Yeah. And then maybe there's that one kid that will just decide, okay, I'll go climb up and I'll go get it. But, you see, I actually want to know the guy who actually invented the the the, the fishnets. You know how before you have to, whenever you scored, oh my gosh, I have to now go all the way to now get the ball and so forth. So I said, wait a minute, hang on. Let's stop having to run all the way and get the ball whenever we score. How about we just put a, a fishnet here? Boom. Game changer, man. Game changer. It must have been someone on the coast 
Yeah, because he, so that's so, so like you're you're him, yeah. so you're playing on the beach and someone keeps I don't know maybe you're kicking the ball and it ends up in the water or something. Somebody's like, bro, what do we have around here that we can just put? And somebody's mm. like, bro, that boat over there, it's got a fishnet. I mean, all right, we can try it, it'll work. What <laughs> was that, 1910, 1920? Who knows? And yeah, here you go, fishnet. Why isn't it just a box? Wouldn't it be easier? Oh, no, no, that's like a box would actually be easier. <laughs> just put, ooh. Oh, no. No, 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 because you could run into the box. Yeah, so no, no, because... a, a net, if you run into the net, it, it will catch you. No, 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 but, 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 but if, if you smack it really hard, the ball will just sort of bounce out and so forth. <laughs> because I, I remember there was one time, I can't remember what, what, what game it was, where I think there was this stadium where the net is very near the hoarding. Yeah. So this guy smacked it really hard and it bounced out and they didn't know that was a goal. So this was before going into London and everything. So because it's bounced out because he hit the ball so hard, they, they, they thought, that, oh, he must just hit the hole, but no, he actually scored. But it's bounced out because the, the net is so close uh, to the advertising hoarding. Yeah. So, do you remember there was it might have been the French league or the German league where there was a hole in the net and someone shot the ball through the mm. side netting and it ended up in the goal? Oh, wow. so I think it was France. And then they what they did was they had more stitches. Like mm. so, this like around the league, you saw like they put more stitches in the net. Mm. So yeah, that was a thing. Let's do questions, and then we can get out of here. How many questions did we get? I was it was like a, a late shot clock thing. How would you and HH react if Timo Werner has more Premier League goals than Lukaku, aka Luke Skywalker, by the end of the season? That's from Suleiman. How would we react? It wouldn't mean anything. Venice look trash and crap. He can have 3,000 goals. He'll, he'll always be crap to me. Always. I would be interested in seeing the per minute ratio. So if he ended up with equal or a few more goals and Lukaku's getting, I don't know, a goal every 200 minutes and Werner's getting a goal every 250 minutes, then that would kind of explain itself. That just because you play more and you have more stats doesn't necessarily mean you're more effective. Um Last question. So I only got two. But shout out to people throwing up questions mm. from Jabari Joseph Seven. One player from each position that you guys would take from Real Madrid at the moment. Strikers easy. Taking Kareem. If we're looking at wingers, I just I like Vinicius, so I would take yeah, Vinicius. Vinicius. If we're talking midfielders, Modric. I mean, come on, come on. Vingard looks good, but he's he's not there. But he's got a lot of of of, of potential. Chelsea don't have a controller. Like jo- Jorginho is the best they have. Kovacic is yeah. more of a dribbler, so Modric is the answer. Yeah. Um. Even though he's 36, 37. <laughs> Fullbacks, any left back you have. <laughs> oh, Felomendi would be a game changer. <laughs> Felomendi oh. would literally be a game changer, bro. I don't. I whoever who, your backup. You left back. Give it to basically, me. Basically, Nacho, Sanchez, Gonzalez, Hector, Torres, Guerrero, Hernandez, Gonzalez, anybody. Hernandez, you it know, doesn't matter. He, whoever, Cortez. Bro. No, that's Portuguese. Yes. It doesn't matter. Anyone's better than Marcus. We'll trade you. You can take him. Wasn't his dad? Um, maybe, yeah. or maybe, or maybe his dad was Atletico. Maybe his grandfather was the one that played for Madrid. Either way, take him back. Yeah. Center back. Um, I would I would take Alaba though. 
because he can play multiple, multiple positions. positions. So that's quick. He, he can play DM, left back, center defense. So Alaba is that would be amazing. So to, and you know, yeah. somebody was telling me, bro, Brazilian center backs, low key, Fugazi, <laughs> the Marquinhos, Silva, Luiz, mm. Gabriel, <laughs> Militao. They were telling me, bro, like if you look at Brazilian center back, there, there might be an issue there. So for sure, for sure, Alaba. And then Courtois and Mendy, you flip a coin. Although I, Courtois might be better, but I'm happy with Mendy for political purposes. So <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. Plus, well, we've seen Courtois. We'll know he, he'll, he'll want to go back to Madrid after three weeks anyway. So, and he won't shut up about it. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you guys for the questions. Always much Thank appreciated. You. Thank you. Um, I, what, I did want to talk, we don't have time, but I did want to talk about UEFA adding these legacy spots. Maybe, maybe that's something we can get into in, 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 in an extra. Extra, yeah. That, that, yeah that, that's um, good extra talk, yeah. I can't believe y'all killed the, the Super League for no reason. And then you're going to end up with one just controlled by Seth Sheffer and, and it. Ugh, you guys make me sick. Anyway, talking text podcast, because <laughs> I could rant right now, but I'm not. I'm going to avoid um, the temptation. Talk at Texas Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We do this every Tuesday. Uh, I'm at Daniel to look. Half of where can the people get you? Get me half of footballhot.com, yo. And okay. <laughs> yo. Uh yeah. Leave a five-star review on uh Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the show. Follow us on Spotify. Hit us up on Patreon. Follow us over there. Three dollars a month. You get access to all the extras and, and whatever else we come up with. Um, what am I missing? Oh, no, no, no. What's the call? You know, check us on Spotify, you know, tweets, forward, share the links and all so forth, man, you know. Yeah. And uh, we might have an interview coming out on Thursday. So look forward to that. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. Talk to Texas podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always for ball. Indeed. Peace, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.